the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Free from debt, first-time investing, retirement planning, and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Palestinian terrorist group Hamas has carried out a wide-ranging incursion into Israel, killing more than three dozen people. Gunfire erupted in the Israeli city of Sderot as Hamas fighters broke past the Gaza-Israel border, infiltrating up to seven different areas in southern Israel. The Israeli military struck targets in Gaza in response to some 2,500 rockets that sent air raid sirens wailing as far north as Tel Aviv and Jerusalem. In a televised address, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told the Israeli people, We are at war, not an operation, not rounds, but at war. The attacks come amid heightened tensions in the occupied West Bank, where Israel's far-right government has ramped up settlement construction. I'm Karen Shamas. And you'll find more of these stories at SRNews.com. Chris Hassel with Mike Golick, Jr. Can't wait to get between the hedges next week. Georgia is taking on fellow unbeaten Kentucky in an SEC East showdown. Georgia sneaking by to stay undefeated. Kentucky putting it on Florida. We'll see if Devin Leary and the Wildcats have something to say for the top-ranked team in college football. Join us this Saturday. Our coverage begins at 6. Tune in this weekend for college football Saturday night right here on the Biz 1440. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Al and Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440 or call them at 855-231-6010. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you You'll save. You can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go and is likely to be bumpy. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. If you're going to fix complicated problems, you have to learn how to fix simple problems first. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440 on a job Saturday. Good morning on a job Saturday here. I am uh, I am uh, <coughs> a little worn down from the fact that we've had uh, homecoming here at St. Cloud State and, uh, turned th- and uh, the last day of homecoming, there's always a 5K on campus and my my office, where I'm talking to you from, is on uh, a an end of campus that only uses uh, campus roads, 
every other year they've let me kind of sneak back here to uh with the car because they're they'll be gone they'll be gone in the next half hour or so uh but today the uh the students working the uh place were like no 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 you can't come in and so i had to walk uh, across campus and park my car out on a street somewhere and and walk over here to get to uh, get here so a little little uh, exhausted by that exhausted by meeting a whole lot of folks uh, who've uh, come back to campus uh, been a very enjoyable time here uh, and of course uh, this only means one thing the end of homecoming is always marked by the first hockey game of the year uh, that's tonight um, so that what fun that will be and I think the entirety of the campus is going to be kind of sleepy on Monday because it's like oh God, we're worn out by all this stuff. Anyway, uh, 651-289-4477. It was like 40 degrees when I'm coming in here today. Uh, and, uh, you know, great weather for uh, if you're running a race. But, uh, you know, if you're just walking across the campus, it's a little chilly out here. So what do we say? What do we say about this jobs report? Big number. Uh, it caught everybody by surprise. 336,000 jobs at um and 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 again that number is huge and now um now uh led by leisure and hospitality food services were up 61,000 jobs so one of every five jobs that we're describing that 336 well close to one out of every five is just in a in a food service or drinking place uh, and, and and so this has led to a lot of discussion about are those part-time jobs? What kind of jobs are those? Are those are those really good jobs? Indeed, there's there's a lot of information out there that would suggest that the jobs that we saw were were indeed not what we were not the kind of thing we were looking for. Also, the kind of thing you're not looking for when the when the Federal Reserve uh, uh, is trying to figure out when it's going to when it's got enough downward pressure on demand to keep prices in check and move inflation back to a 2% target um but uh but it, but the good news in the report the short good news in the report was the fact that wage gains were fairly small now i seldom hear this point made by others and i feel like i make it to you frequently but because I don't hear it in other conversations, I feel like I have to emphasize this. The movement in the movement in wages is going to be a function of the kinds of jobs you've added in the last month. That's why I led with the food and the food and drinking establishment number as like one in five jobs. These are these are lower paying jobs than say a job in manufacturing or a construction site or a job in professional and business services. We'll tick through all of the numbers behind that 336 in a, in a bit. But you're adding a lot of jobs in that sector. They tend to be they tend to be fairly fairly low wage. They frequently are part-time and not full-time. They typically don't carry most of them don't carry benefits unless it's required to to do so. And so you're adding a lot of these jobs into the market at a time and that number you're adding these jobs to the baseline and those new jobs if they're lower paying jobs are going to bring down the wage inflation number. And so I'm I'm actually going to go on I actually have to for I didn't have enough time cuz we've been talking so much about the twins uh, pre-game in the green room i uh i did not actually pull up my 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 wage tracker uh piece from the atlanta fed so let me let me grab that for you if the if if the internet wants to work for me this morning but the thing that you want to pay attention to to me when you're trying to figure out whether or not wage inflation is in check i take the number that's in the job survey with a grain of salt unlike darn near every person who's involved as a as doing analysis of this um so i let me go grab the uh 
So I'm going to go grab their data here and see if I can find the... I have to find a particular piece, real estate, labor, financial labor market. Here we go. Uh, here's the wage growth tracker, which should be updated to the most recent number. Um, so August unweighted wage growth tracker, the three-month moving average is still, this is median wage growth as opposed to average wage growth is still on an annual basis running at 5.3% in August. That hasn't changed. So they have not posted the they have not posted the uh the uh the new information yet. But I but I am super interested in finding out and if I look at full-time workers, uh those full-time workers are are at the same number at that 5.3% through August. Yes, that number is coming down. But contra much of the analysis I heard on the cable news networks yesterday, the, or, or the, the Internet news is like Yahoo Finance, I don't think wage inflation has come down to quite the same extent that a lot of people are saying. I don't think this is a report that is going to cause everybody to have a lot of a lot of calm from it. The first initial reaction is I'm watching the news come in. I've mentioned this before. It is the one day a month when I actually have the television on for a grand total of 15 minutes. It starts at 7.28. 7.30 comes to report, and I stay on and flip between between CNBC and Bloomberg for about the about 12 minutes after the report, get the general sense of what they're talking about, then I turn it off. <clears throat> Go read the report. I actually had, did not have enough time yesterday to, to tweet out the, my opinion of the report, but my first reaction to the report when I saw the 336 was completely destroyed everybody's expectation. We were all guided toward a 150, a 180, Maybe you had someone up at 210 or 220, but nowhere near 336. The second reaction, so I, the next thing I went to see was, well, is this off of a, another downward revision to July and August? And that, in fact, is not the case. Indeed, indeed the, revisions, the revisions were up uh, in July by 79,000 and up in August by 40,000. So... You had upward revisions of 119,000 on top of the 336, and so that's a pretty substantial number. The three that makes that that means that um, you had uh, 236, 227, and now 336, meaning that you're averaging over the last three months 260. I'm doing the math in my head about 260,000 jobs a month, way outside of the of the numbers you the numbers you'd expect and with a unemployment rate still at 3.8 percent with a with a labor force participation rate that did not did not perceptively move um uh, in fact it was unchanged both the uh labor force participation rate and the employment to population ratio at 62.8 and 60.4 those numbers put together to, uh, would say, well, what's going on? So that's why I think if I combine that fact that I don't have an increase in labor force participation with the fact that the, that the jump was, in, was 661, one of the numbers I'm trying to get a grasp on is, is how many of these jobs ended up being in the service sector, in the service sector, particularly retail and leisure and hospitality. We've got some of those numbers. Okay. Then the question becomes, one, are they part-time jobs? Two, are they temporary jobs? Because the the motif I'm going to give you here, and you'll hear in some of the comments as well, is that we're seeing perhaps the return of the second job. When people had money in the bank, when people had had um, when people had uh, all of that extra, they'd paid down their credit cards, thanks to the three 
uh, bills that were passed to support uh, support us through COVID in 2020 and 21. We know that over time, everyone up to perhaps the top 20% of the income distribution has now run out of that money. And yet, we've engaged in, in a period where there is still pretty strong growth, not just in employment, but also in in sales and in consumption. And in particular, in particular, being pushed up are sales in leisure and hospitality. People are going on planes. People are taking trips. People are going, going to hotels. People are going to restaurants. That surge in activity that happened this summer is real. It's going on. The question is, how are they paying for it? And so you're beginning to see an increase in credit card balances. You're beginning to see an increase in credit card delinquency rates. People are putting their spending on the card, and now comes the hard truth that they got to pay the card off. And to pay the card off, they have to card off. Pay the card off. They have to go get second jobs. Because the money that was in the bank account three years ago, two years ago, is gone. This is my general theory of this, and I've, I've been, I think I can say, I've been pretty consistent about this now for the last six months, that this is what's going to happen. I think it's happened, and I think this is the next step, that you're going to see the rise of the second job. Service sector employment is going to rise again, not and, and that this is going to be from labor supply. This is going to be households reengaging in work, and that that's going to create that's going to create uh, some that's going to create some a little extra tailwind that is leading us to uh, to perhaps having a recession. If the recession happens, it's almost positive now. It could not have happened in the third quarter, right? The only way that we could have said that it started in September would have been a weak number here. And if you combine if you combine three thirty six with the hundred and nineteen in revisions, okay, unless you're one of the people that sort has decided I just don't believe BLS, I think they're lying to me. Okay, if you're one of those people, fine. You can be that way. I just don't agree with you. We're not gonna we're not gonna agree about that. But I think perhaps we're seeing that last gasp of where people are trying to find part-time work to fill in. The question now is, how much longer can can businesses in the service sector engage additional employees in part-time, second-job kind of activities? We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. This is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're learners. We take educational courses on new materials, have great relationships with suppliers, and stand behind what we do because we know why we do it. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Those days I've convinced myself I need an ambulance. By the time I get to the phone to call one, I'm distracted four or five times. Join us on Thursday, November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Grandchildren are a gift from God, but sometimes they come with surprise bonus gifts. I got granddaughters now that go to preschool. You've never been sicker in your life till you spend time around kids that go to preschool. It's awful. You want a flu vaccine? Scrape the cheek of a five-year-old coming out of a preschool. And my granddaughter waits till I'm sleeping on the couch and she just walks over and stares at me. And did you know because of gravity, everything in her little mouth is splashing on my face. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in Minnesota on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. AM 980 The Mission is hosting a clean comedy night, and all generations are welcome. The worst is when they take a drink out of your water. They give the glass back, and there's this six-course meal floating around the top. 
Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. Water shouldn't have 40 grams of fiber in it. That's all I know. Visit am980themission.com today and save up to $10 per ticket. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. With so many people seemingly determined to abort as many babies as possible and to change our state constitution, you can help a mom make a life decision. With $44 per month, Robbinsdale Women's Center empowers moms to choose life. Donate at rwcinfo.org. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. Good stuff. Thank you for listening today. Jobs Saturday. Jobs report comes in pretty strong. Just reading you uh, some of the uh, some of the uh, numbers that are there. The um, just reading this from the Atlanta Fed's uh, first look uh, wage tracker. The household survey came in again, unchanged pretty much across the board. Three point eight percent on the headline uh, unemployment rate. Uh, the U6 rate actually came down one tick to 7.0, uh, even though that's up from a year ago levels that were in the that were in the mid to high sixes. Uh, labor force participation rate, if you look across the board, um, if you look across the board, uh, the rate of employment for the labor force participation rate for uh, those you know 16 and over, that's the number they always report is at 62.8 percent. One thing I would note is that for men 25 to 54, prime age males, we're now just short of 90% participation. 89.6% is there. That's up almost a full percent from a year ago, uh, which I which I think is uh, which I think is uh, a healthy number, uh, and 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 good. So. That's on. That's the household set survey. But on the payroll numbers, let me jump over there again. Twelve-month uh, change uh, right now at four point two percent is still a little on the high side. People are trying to come up with these smaller and smaller amounts. But the thing that tells you the most when I emphasize the part-time work, here's what I'm using to look at that. There's a number always reported, which is the average number of hours workers are working in your business. It was down two-tenths of, two of an hour to 34.4 hours a week. That is consistent with the idea that there are more part-time workers. If I go look at the, uh, the part-time status numbers here, and I'm going to pull those up again for myself, um, since since uh, it went up from, if I look across in non-agricultural sectors, the number of people working part, part-time um, for wage and salary numbers actually went down, um, went down by almost 200. But what was interesting in this report, um, self-employed workers... Um, uh, self-employed workers rose by almost 200 in this report. This is one reason why I'm a little thinking about where did this 336 come from? It feels like it, it's so outside of what we expected. There has to be something strange going on. I thought here's here's what I found interesting. I'm going to read you the last the last six numbers. Uh, um, the last six numbers here. If I look at if I look at the number of people self-employed, 
uh, in April, nine, 9.1 million. Uh, May, 8.731 million. June, 8.917. July, 8.814. August, 8.809. So it's fallen below. And then we get 9.033 in September. So that's an add of more than 200,000 workers now considered self-employed. But if I look at the part-time numbers, those numbers rose... Okay, so part-time for not for economic reasons fell, but part-time for non-economic reasons uh, actually rose um, for by. Let me get this again. Rose by. I'm doing trying to do math in my head. So tough. Tick tick tick. tick. One hundred and seventy-seven thousand additional workers listed as part-time for non-economic reasons, even though those listed as part-time for reason for either couldn't find full-time work or because the business uh, cut back their hours was really small. So this part-time story that I've been hearing, which I find kind of really interesting, um, is, uh, is not necessarily um, a part-time thing that's indicating softness in the economy. It seems to me that the part-time workers are the part-time workers that are showing up taking second jobs. It's not, it's not part-time because that's all they can find or because the business they're at cut their hours. I think that's consistent, again, with the idea that I think, I think, it, that, I think it's consistent with the idea that, that people are going to find people who are working are trying to find additional work, and perhaps that's because they still have either credit card balances to pay off or plans for travel or something to that effect. Um, let's play a little bit of the, of, of what we were hearing in terms of that, of the jobs report. Uh, first, as I mentioned, I flip on the TV and, and, and uh, I still have, I still have some loyalty to uh, Rick Santelli, the original uh, clarion of the tea party movement in my mind. Uh, uh, his rant uh, back in 2009 uh, on CNBC one day kind of started the whole thing. Um, so I always flip on the CNBC to do the actual 7:30 number, and there's a panel that tells you what they're what they're thinking, so forth. And and so Jason Furman, professor at Harvard, former uh, uh, former head of the Council of Economic Advisors for Barack Obama, President Obama. Um, had some comments, and I thought these were good. Let's play this first. This is cut five. Um, My second reaction was feeling decently good about them. Um, We're creating jobs at a clip of nearly 300,000 a month over the last three months. That is way above what you need for the normal replacement rate, but we have seen a higher participation rate. So maybe what we're seeing here is labor supply, um, not labor demand. Some evidence for that is average hourly earnings. It isn't just the low number this month. Over the last three months, they've risen at a 3.4% annual rate. And this is the problem. I mean, I hate to say it. I, I really like Jason Furman. I think he's a really sharp economist. He's, his Twitter feed is, is uh, a daily lesson, and I read it, I really read it pretty carefully. But we'll disagree on this point, the composition issue. He's going to say it's too small to make that big a difference. I don't think, I don't think it is because you're talking about numbers one-tenth, two-tenths. Okay, it, it's, maybe it's in the third decimal. Mean, to me, you're talking about the third decimal place. Well, yes, I am talking about the third, the third significant digit in this thing. Uh, and I think that, but I think that's relevant. And relevant to the story that the number of jo- the jobs being added are lower paying jobs. So I'm not as comfortable saying, and I'm waiting for the uh, Atlanta fed to update the wage tracker for me to get a better sense of what, uh, of what those data show in terms of what's happening to the median worker, the one that didn't change jobs or was full-time before and is full-time now. I would like to know what that number is before I get before I get too worked up about hey wage growth is coming down to three and a half percent. I mean you can live with that if if it turns out to be right that wage growth even for the full time workers at three and a half percent 
Well, a two percent inflation rate, you would compensate. You know, you would expect the number to be in line with that, plus whatever changes in productivity happen. Productivity is running at one to one and a half percent. Three and a half percent growth in, in wages would be consistent with the Fed's target if it's real. I just don't think. I just don't think you can actually say. I don't think you can actually make the case that I think Furman's trying to make. Let me continue. This is, again, Jason Furman uh, right after the release of the jobs report yesterday on CNBC, cut six. With that wage growth coming down, maybe what we're seeing here is labor supply increasing, jobs being strong, and you can do that um, without inflation. But the point here being, if, if you can... You can. I, I do think it's a labor supply issue. It's a case I've been making. But the labor supply is not people getting off the bench from not working to working. The labor supply that we're seeing is people taking second jobs. Why are they taking second jobs? Per, perhaps, and this is the speculative part. This is the part that's harder to prove. But I think there's circumstantial evidence to support the idea that maybe they need the money. Their savings are gone. And they're spending still like like there's no tomorrow because there was a lot of yesterdays in which they weren't able to spend. And now they go to spend and, oh, gosh, everybody wants to spend. So what happens when you have a scarce resource and all of a sudden there's this surge of demand? Prices rise. Right? It's the first, the first month of principles of economics. Okay, prices rise. Guess what? Didn't not, doesn't, turn out, doesn't turn out that way. I got more clips from the from that particular moment on uh, on CNBC to play, but let's let's uh, listen to some messages here first on the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was uh, golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles. Putting this roof on, it, it's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on. And uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing. And we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of. And they are able to work with Marvin, and we are, we'll be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And, and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. 
Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call. And learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is fourteen forty on a job Saturday. We're we're ticking through all of the uh, all of the uh, uh, numbers. We're we're let me just give you a couple more uh, to get you started uh, here. So I've pretty much focused on the uh, household survey, uh, but going over to the three thirty six number, where did those where did those numbers happen? Again, Legion Hospitality now. We're now at the point where food and drinking places are are now up to their level from February 2020. All of the wipeout in that business is is pretty much gone. We, I was talking with some friends just to use the the uh, microcosm of uh, my town, my city, St. Cloud. Uh, friends went to uh, friends went to a new restaurant uh, in in on Germain here uh, in the downtown of St. Cloud uh, last night. Uh, uh, a uh, seafood place that opened up and it's the fourth opening of a place down in that area i think in the last six months um and uh it's all it's all good stuff the things are things are happening in that business now on the other hand in the business um in the in the uh, accommodation employment meaning uh, in the hotels we're still off 10% in terms of the number of people using hotels. So that number's still down. And that's interesting because if, if I'm right that there's still people out there spending money on trips, if they're going to hotels, they're finding that there's less workers there. The services are less there. I, last time I did any significant travel, I, you know, that where I used a hotel, uh, I would argue there was less available in the hotel than there used to be. Uh, and, um, and, and else, and, and as, and so that's still not there. Let's, um, just going through a few other places. One thing that else that happened in this number, and it's not clear where it came from. I think it comes out of the, uh, fact that many universities have sort of reopened a little bit more to, uh, being having an in-person experience for their students government employment was up um was up 73,000 jobs okay which is usually average about 47,000 jobs a month um state government education up 29,000 so that means state universities like the one I'm I'm speaking to you from right now added 29,000 jobs in the month of September. My guess is a lot of that is a seasonal adjustment. Does that mean there's a little little messing around with the seasonal adjustments in the data? Yeah, I I think there I think that's some of the explanation. Um seasonal adjustment is is a is a funky thing, but uh, we I would have to I would have to have you in in a classroom or at least in a in a place where I could actually draw some graphs and charts for you to get you to really see what I'm what I'm thinking of, but uh, but basically I think some of the numbers some of the numbers are still experiencing month to month fluctuations due to how we're trying to correct seasonality in a world where you've had the shock of COVID. Um, so that that's happening, but elsewhere I, the numbers are pretty normal. Uh, mining, uh, uh, construction, manufacturing, retail trade, all those numbers were pretty normal for the year. So if I go back through leisure and hospitality, government and, and government sector, which would be about 15% of the work, well, no, no, about 25% of the workforce added 169,000 jobs. 
of that 336, that's there for a little more than half. Healthcare added 41,000. Uh, and then and then everything else is just a, is just a little bit. Um, we're still seeing we're still seeing the impact of the down drag of the of the strikes the strike in the uh, entertainment sector. We talked about the fact the writers settled uh, a couple of weeks ago, but the actors are still out. Um, but now we have now we have two we have two major strikes, and there's a third one that that probably worth noting. But the UAW, of course, has been out. They're not in these data. They will be in the October data. Okay, unless the strike was to end completely in the next. I'm trying to do my if I do my math right. They'll be the the, uh, the enumeration for this one will will be next week. So unless the UAW strike ends on the weekend, um, you can expect that uh, we'll be reporting strike influence numbers for auto manufacturing. And Kaiser Permanente went out, and they will show up in the October data too. Seventy five thousand workers uh, for Kaiser are out uh, in the healthcare field, along with another hospital in New Jersey, which is about. Three, four, five thousand. So, the, so here's the point: the October numbers are likely to be a lot worse than this, uh, just by things we know right now regarding regarding uh, labor union activity. Uh, going, let's go back to what we were listening, what we were hearing during the uh, before the break. Uh, we, okay, right after the uh, announcement of the number, uh, we played some Jason Furman. Let me uh, play this. This is. Uh, uh, CNBC uh, uh, presenter, I, I prefer that to anchor, uh, presenter uh, Becky Quick uh, with, with a point she was making about the data that were coming out. This is cut seven, please. So meaning that the all Fed, of these people the who ten- hadn't been working to this point, all of the people who hadn't been working to maybe their full potential because they had excess savings from COVID, maybe they've run through those savings, they're coming back into the jobs market and employers don't have to pay a much higher salary to lure them back because they need the work? And and Furman's reaction was, yeah, that's exactly right. And I agree. I mean, I think this is the point. Okay. And so it's now kind of an accepted possibility that that this has happened. Um, Tyler Goodspeed, who was on the Council of Economic Ad- Advisors for President Trump, uh, also was on the panel there yesterday morning and had this to add, cut eight. The dominant story of the past few months has been one of supply. And lo and behold, price equilibrates an imbalanced market. So we've had wage growth that has moderated by some measures, but it's still high. And that attracts a lot of workers, uh, both from unemployment and from out of the labor force. The one thing that has me scratching my head a little bit is I don't see evidence of that supply in the household survey. Uh, We did last month, at least in the first estimate, we saw a big increase in labor force participation, a big increase in those in the labor force, big decrease in those not in the labor force. I think the signs of those estimates are correct for this latest estimate, uh, but the magnitudes don't don't, uh, seem to add up. Yeah, and again, I I think the issue is, is to remember in a household survey, a person working is a person working, rather than, no matter how many jobs they hold. In the payroll survey, a person holding two jobs holds two jobs and counts as two, not one. And that's the difference. And indeed, if you if you try to take the payroll number and put it on a household basis, or if you take the household number and try to put it on the payroll basis, the numbers you get, the difference. Okay, so the other difference is, a self-employed worker isn't in the payroll survey, but is in the household survey. So if you flip those data around and try to get them to pair up the best you can, and it's imperfect, all right, it's a it's a, a relatively imprecise measure, the 336 looks a lot smaller. Or alternatively, the unemployment rate probably would have gone up. because there, So there's some people who said they were working for themselves in the in the household number that may have helped boost that number back to the 3.8 there may have been there be, and there have been a lot of people that i i think take second jobs but because we can't exactly say that because the the 
the data we collect doesn't tell you how many jobs a person holds. We have to wait for some additional survey work to get at that particular figure. We just don't know it yet. And I think I think that is kind of a, a, a problem that's, that's happening there. Um, let me play one more cut for you. Over on Yahoo Finance, uh, Julia Pollack, who uh, is the chief economist for ZipRecruiter, uh, was on giving some comments about the jobs report yesterday as well. Let me jump over to here, Spencer, with cut 15. So that is the big question, and that is why markets have been so topsy-turvy today. Uh, we have all thought for the longest time that there was a big trade-off between inflation reduction and the labor market. And what the past year has told us is perhaps there isn't. Right. So... So this is, again, this is this belief that because, okay, people getting fooled, you know, so Julia's just as confused as as um, as Jason and Tyler. I think Becky got it right. I think Becky's the one that got it right. People coming back to the labor force. But, again, I don't think they're coming back into the labor force. I think it's additional participation in the labor force. Let, let me continue. Julia Pollack, again, from ZipRecruiter on Yahoo Finance Cut 16. We know that interest rates are holding back many, many families from buying that new home they would love to buy but cannot afford uh, to buy at these rates. We know that many businesses are putting their investments and their new projects on ice. They come to us and tell us that they really want to hire for new roles, but they're nervous about what the future holds, and so they're holding back right now. Well, if that's true, and that's interesting because the beauty of ZipRecruiter and, and Indeed and the others, and I actually have someone from a, uh, I actually don't have the Indeed person. I have someone from ADP. But the beauty of, the, of talking to someone like Pollock is you're actually talking to the person that interfaces with the, with the, the demand for labor, the people who are hiring. The report we issued last week, which is now available at stcloudlive.com slash QBR, there are businesses, our businesses are still holding back because they still see there being some real uncertainty about what the next six months has to hold. I think that's exactly true, except for certain segments, okay? So if I talk to people who are working in the restaurant business, I I talk to many of them. I know a lot of folks who run restaurants here in, in this community a couple of them are in my survey, but not many. We don't really survey restaurants. Simple reason. The turnover's too great. The you know, we can put them into the survey and six to eight, ten months later they're gone. So we've just never really targeted them to be in our survey. Um we um we have done that because so but when I talk to them and try to get a sense of what they're doing, they're just saying they're they're just very busy right now and they're still trying to hire higher but they're actually not reporting that it's terribly difficult to hire right now so i think in that sense pollock's on to something that maybe the economy isn't as great as that 336 number is maybe that third quarter is a one-off sort of thing and you know we'll have to speculate on what that means for the fed well we don't have to we actually can we can actually ask some experts here coming up and we will right after these messages on the king banyan show on the biz 1440 From chasing fall colors on a scenic road trip to epic hikes, fall festivals, apple orchards, or long hours on a patio, fall in Minnesota offers clear blue skies, an endless tapestry of color, and unmatched beauty, perfect for setting the stage for any colorful adventure. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think 
parents' job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're people that really like getting to know people. We care about you because God cares about you. We'd be honored if you'd look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit makemeafirefighter.org. How long since we played this song? It's a great song. Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of music I like. It's really hard to find something that I say no to. Um, although, uh, uh, although the words new country do not belong together. Um, <laughs> just not a fan of most of the modern country stuff. But yeah, throw some Hank Williams on. I'll, I'll deal with that. But uh, anything that's 70s uh, funk, soul, particularly uh, a Philadelphia sound rather than a Detroit sound, uh, I'm more I'm more Philly than Detroit. Dang, that's good stuff. All right, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions and comments. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Next hour. What what is this term? Bear steepening. Okay. What is a bear steepening? Okay. Other than an angry bear. Um, <laughs> we'll tell you more about that in the next hour. Um, the um, the uh, the jobs report really con- has confused, I think, a lot of people. I think this confusion, again, stems from not understanding the differences between the household and the payroll surveys. You, dear listener of the King Banyan Show here on the Biz 1440, you know because you're the people that are willing to sit with me for an hour go on about about this, but... I just think there. I just think there are mistakes being made. I, I. Uh, so I'm going to go to one more because uh, I like this guy. I typically this is uh, Jan Hatzis from uh, from Goldman Sachs. He's their he's their uh, chief economist. Um, uh, I've I've always thought this guy is pretty sharp. Let's hear what he had to say. This would have been on, I think Bloomberg uh, yesterday morning. Uh, cut three. But the bigger takeaway is that the economy in the third quarter was very strong. GDP is probably going to show a big increase. We're at 3.7 percent. And the payroll numbers for the third quarter were pretty consistently strong. Not 336, but in the sort of 260, 270 range on average. Right. So that part I agree with. Right. You have to say that, you know, because... You know, because it's just, because it's math, right? 
the amount of the, the amount of output that's in the economy can be measured by the amount of spending by households on consumption goods, by businesses on investment goods, by by uh, by government on on goods and services it purchases, and then an adjustment for uh, net exports. Right? How many how many goods did we buy that came from overseas? There are there. They deduct from our estimate of how much was produced here and then how many goods were produced here that got sent overseas. We need to make sure those get added in because they were not bought by the uh, they were not by the, bought by the other three groups. So he's right about that. I, I do think now GDP probably comes in at over 3%. Let's continue. This is Hotsius yesterday on Bloomberg, I believe, cut four. I think that's the, the right takeaway, yes. I think if you have strength and job growth, but actually no big change in labor market slack the unemployment rate was unchanged and as you say declining wage growth that doesn't mean that we need tighter monetary policy from from here the broader view is also that we've generally seen rebalancing in the labor market we've seen declining inflationary pressure despite a strong economy that's a good thing and the and again not a reason to run a much tighter monetary policy because it's inflation that the Fed is focused on. They don't want to create a weak economy for its own sake. They want to uh, just kill bring down inflation. inflation. Right. She finishes the sentence. By the way, that was CNBC. It wasn't Bloomberg. I apologize to CNBC for misidentifying their guest, uh, where their guest was. Um, but so there's a few things going on in there, some of which I've already said this hour and, and disagree with. I don't think, I don't, I don't know that there's any sign of greater or lesser. Uh, I don't think you can take away signs of about the amount of labor market slack from this piece, because again, it's, I think you're, you're seeing uh, folks coming back and offering additional labor. It's the same persons. I don't think you should take as much out of that wage number. You shouldn't infer as much out of that as I think people do. So that that's one point. The second point, and this is going to be some of the second hour conversation, is this: the there's a focus now on what does what does the Fed do with this? Does this put does this put a rate hike on November one back on the table as a result? Again, one of the things we saw at the moment we announced that the number was announced. Both short and long-term interest rates rose dramatically, like 11 or 12 basis points in a minute. I mean, literally, in a minute. You're watching the chart, and the chart goes whoop right up on, on you, and you're like, wow, what happened there? Um, and you look at the number, and you're like, oh, I see, because they're reading the number to you, but the market's got it all in real time, and the market actually uh, gave us the reaction even before Rick Santelli could read the number. On, on the news feed. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Back in a little bit here with the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Yeah, Invergrove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once, and 
I, I probably had a, like a, a check engine light and I wanted to get it checked on, but they never give me a hassle. It's like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pragertopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pragertopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pragertopia Unlimited. Go to Pragertopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.